As I said in the outset of the program, I'm going to go to the experts uh, for commentary today. Center for Arizona Policies, Kathy Herod joins us on Koinonia now. Kathy, when I was uh, scrolling through Facebook on uh, the weekend and got the news that uh, uh, Justice Scalia had passed, I immediately uh, just started praying because I was, you know, it was just a shock for one. And then another, I think I saw immediate ramifications. But let's start a little bit with, you know, just what did the chief, uh, what did the justice really mean to America? Um, you know, he was the first appointee after I started voting. So that's uh, how long he's been uh, seated. Well, it is um, today. Um our general counsel, Josh Credit, was like, he was on the Supreme Court for as long as I've been alive, mm. you know, or almost that, because Josh is right at 30. Um, yeah. You know, we can learn a lot from Justice Scalia's life, and certainly his was a life well-lived. Um, that, you know, to be able to say that about someone of his stature, um, he was a man of principle. Um, Russell Moore wrote a really good column about how he stood by his principles. Um, he... You know, he was able to befriend the opposition. I mean, much has been written about his um, relationship with um, Justice Ginsburg and how well they got along. Um, we've, um, you know, he um, was one that he, you know, a lot has been said about how he would look to the future. And so in his dissent that, you know, if, you know, he realized that he was going to be in the minority on some key issues. And so he wrote his dissent with a view toward trying to point out what was really going on. So a tremendous loss, but, you know, the, that's, that's speaking politically. Um, the other part of that is a life well lived at the age of, what, 79? Yeah. Um, to go out after you've had a day of quail hunting and um, to pass away in your sleep, most likely. I mean, you know, it was um, a testimony to the man. Anyway, he will be sorely missed. There's no question, certainly by his family but by all of us who cherish the Constitution. And a large family he had as well. Uh, not everyone knows. I think it was nine children. And yes. uh, it, it is, it's one of those situations that um, he was a great example of somebody that argued uh, ideology and principles not against people. Right, and used his wit um, and his intellect in a very persuasive manner. I mean, certainly um, his dissent in the Obergefell decision that legalized same-sex marriage will go down as one of um, probably his most critical writings for those of us who, you know, deeply mourn um, that decision, um, to put it that way. Um, but, you know, it's, um, it is what it is. And now we all, you know, you mentioned the need to pray. Um, we really need to pray. There are some very critical Supreme Court cases pending between now in the end of June that could, you know, it's not too dramatic to say, could determine whether Arizona can pass pro-life regulations or not. Yeah, and so many areas, Kathy, you and I for decades now have been beating the drum of people of faith being uh, registered to vote, being informed, and casting a ballot. 13 million, um, you know, Christians in the country didn't vote this last presidential cycle. Uh, as uh, one study has shown, you know, that we just can't allow others to be determining who leads this country. That's exactly right. And, the you know, the presidential election, you know, where some say, oh, they're fed up with the government or this or that. If there's one thing that should motivate you to go vote um, from a policy standpoint, it is 
who will the next president be appointing on the U.S. Supreme Court? Um, Justice Scalia's passing is a vivid um, reminder, example of that. There are, what are at least three other justices that are, I believe, older than Justice Scalia was, or at least in that same age range. Um, you know, the, the likelihood is the next president may appoint two or three, maybe even four Supreme Court justices. There are only nine on the court. So when you cast that vote for president, who do you want um, appointing Supreme Court justices? Who do you want in the United States Senate who will be confirming those justices? Um, that's something for people to really stop and think about and certainly to pray about. We have said uh, numerous times as well that there is simply um, – there's no unimportant election. And, and this is – you know, and, and I don't want to be uh, too much to the hyperbole, but this could be the most important presidential election that you and I have seen in our lifetime. Exactly. And and so there's the need to pray. There's the need to register. I mean, for those in Arizona, um, let's not overlook that on February um, 22nd is the voter registration deadline to be able to vote in the March 22nd presidential preference primary. Um, the early ballots will go out on February 24th. So if you're not registered to vote, you need to register by February 22nd. Um, if you are registered as an independent, and you want to vote in either the Republican or Democrat presidential preference primary, you need to register in one of those for one of those political parties. Independents are not allowed to vote in the presidential preference primary unless they're a, a registered member of that political party. So that is um, really critical when we see, obviously, South Carolina has a big vote this Saturday. Um, that that is, you know, who do you want making those choices? Um, you know, we've certainly talked about who do you want to get the 3 a.m. call that's um, – terrorist threat or some disaster has happened, well, who do you want to be the one to make the call to put someone on the U.S. Supreme Court? Yeah, that is, uh, that's pretty pretty compelling, pretty powerful, as if this uh, election wasn't already very, very, very important. Again, you need to get registered by Monday if you're not already. Uh, what are some ways that people can get ready? Do you have the links on azpolicy.org? Yes, I believe if you go to azpolicy.org, we should have the links. And then by the 24th, um, we will have our presidential voter guide up. We have surveyed the candidates for office. If they did not answer our survey, we researched their answers and have sourced it. So we will have um, basically 10 questions that we ask all the presidential candidates. We'll have that available. That will be at azvoterguide.com next week, and so we um, encourage people to check that out. And if you go to azvoterguide.com now, uh, they have the big register to vote right there, and it's very easy. So you can go ahead and take care of that. Like I said, it's important. It's vital. Uh, I lament the fact that so many times uh, people of faith and others, even in this country, say, oh, my one vote just doesn't matter. Boy, time and time again, there have been incredible, incredible uh, sways because of uh, people of faith not casting their ballot. Uh, an issue could have easily gone a better way for the country, but didn't because we didn't show up. And there's really no excuse. And the uh, the uh, second leg of that tripod that I talk about in this issue is being f- informed. And that's the vital piece that you provide through the AZ Voter Guide. Again, uh, next week you'll be able to go to azvoterguide.com and get more information. Uh, Kathy, just any um, anything else you want to say uh, regarding uh, the justice and, and what that means before we uh, talk about a few events that are coming up? 
Well, I would just say to certainly be in prayer for the justices' family, um, to be in prayer for the United States Senate, um, as they um, hopefully will be able to, um, you know, put off um, confirming any justice until the next president is selected. Um, this, given it's an election year, um, this choice should not be made by a lame duck president. Um, it should be let, um, held over for the next president to make. Um, but most of all, pray for these, um, for the life and religious freedom cases that are pending before the U.S. Supreme Court. Kathy Herod from Center for Arizona Policy. You have a couple of events coming up. Dr. Russell Moore is going to be here on March 17th. Tell us why we should be there. Well, um, Dr. Moore is quickly becoming one of the most prominent, most vocal um, evangelical Christians on the national stage. He heads something called the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. He's written a book called Onward, Engaging, uh, Engaging the Public Without Losing the Gospel. And he has a lot to share with us about how we conduct ourselves in public life, about how we speak out on issues that we care about in a way that's winsome and um, if nothing, he will challenge you in how you're looking at things. But let me also, when I think about Russell Moore and what he's doing in Washington, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you um, today also, we have three different abortion-related bills that will be heard in the Arizona legislature tomorrow on Wednesday, February 17th. We would appreciate your prayers. You can go to azpolicy.org and find out about those bills on our bill tracker. We have an action alert out talking about how you can be more engaged. So we need your prayers, and we need you standing with us. And uh, you can get all this information, azpolicy.org. If you've not already made it one of your favorites, you should You should be signed up for their newsletter, Five Minutes for Family, uh, every Friday. is a great feature and just something that kind of helps. Uh, well, I know it helps me keep uh, in the know on things that are important to our families and uh, to our community. You also have, I'm excited, uh, coming up uh, a little later on in the year, uh, Mr. Britt Hume is going to be coming to the Valley. Tell us a bit about that. That's right. On um, Thursday, May 5th, we will have Britt Hume for our Cap Family Dinner. It is our annual spring dinner, our um, really our major fundraiser for the year. But, you know, when I look at what's going on in the presidential election year, um, probably the pundit or the commentator that I listen to the most is Britt Hume. Um, many years of wisdom. He's um, a strong pro-life advocate, um, spoke out strongly on the Planned Parenthood videos last summer. And so we're really excited that we were able to get Britt Hume. That'll be Thursday, May 5th. Um, Stay tuned. If you're on our mailing list, our email list, we'll be um, unveiling more and more information about tickets and table sponsorships in the coming days. All right, Kathy, thank you so much for taking time to be with us this afternoon. Again, you can go to azpolicy.org. That's azpolicy.org. Dot org to uh, find out about the events that uh, Kathy has spoken about, or you can uh, get involved. There's uh, so many different ways you can uh, participate, and you can also find out about all the issues, whether it be life, marriage and family, religious freedom, and uh, you want to keep up with the bills that are going through, you can do that there, azpolicy.org. And if you're not registered to vote, Please, please get registered to vote and uh, get informed and cast your ballot when it is time to do do so. Kathy, again, uh, thank you for your time today. Oh, thank you so much, Tom. God bless. All right. We're going to close out uh, here in just a moment with uh, some music, some uh, prayer music that as I'm going to clear out the studio here. But I just want to leave you with one last admonition to go to azpolicy.org. 
Uh, or you can go ahead and head over to azvoterguide.com. That's azvoterguide.com and just the huge banner right there. Register to vote. You got to do it before Monday or by Monday. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. And if you don't want to hear me keep saying it, well, I'm sorry. I'm going to be promoting it quite heavily over the next uh, uh, several days. So just go ahead and get it off so you're not like, you know, not like I'm thumping you in the head every time I say it. You'll say, I've already done it, Tom. Thank you very much. azvoterguide.com. 